here south of the border. Man, this hangover's so bad. The hair on my knees is hurting. And why am I in this mariachi costume? I knew I shouldn't have taken that gig with Tom Waits. I gotta get back from the podcast. I wonder if they have Uber down here. Right now. Not so loud, man. And well, welcome to Guitar yeah. Wang Podcast. <laughs> That's an opening. I That's can't right top there. That. Good I evening, say. ladies and gentlemen, to all the lovely Whoa, kids and children. If that ain't an there. opening gambit. I wow. believe Scott used the opening of the year. Oh this my one, God. Tell us how you really feel, Scotty Henderson. <laughs> you see, but when he says God, he really means God. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. What a great way to start the show. And that's a high point for the whole I'm sure we'll get lots of listener comments on that one. That's fantastic. Oh, well, first we need listeners to have listener comments. Bruce, I'd like to welcome you to this uh, amazing that podcast. Again? Try that again. <laughs> I'm a little taken back yeah, from yeah. that comment. I'm a little dumb for those of you. I didn't know we were recording. You're not going to use that. For those, you? for those of you who are uh, speaking English, he said welcome and just. Welcome. Uh, yeah. I, see, I'm trying to talk in American. I should be just saying, g'day, mate. How there you, you going? Go. There you go. G'day. So anyway, you're not going to use that. What? Right? It's live, dude. I can't touch it. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Maybe we'll it. just bleep that out. But yeah, oh little, my god, our listeners! That'll yeah, just bleep the whole oh, thing. Make wow. sure you bleep the I whole thing. I think we should keep our reaction, though. That's yeah, okay. God, yeah. well, they won't understand it, so that's <laughs> no. okay. Whatever. All right. Well, welcome yeah, to another podcast. Thank you guys oh. for turning up again. I can't believe you still know where to come. Um, that's great. Scott, how are you today? I'm just kind of average. Just an average? <laughs> yeah. You can't be on... I just, I had to teach all day and then I just ate Tommy's hamburgers. <laughs> I'm like, it's, you know, hasn't been the best day ever. You can only get better. Look at the bright side. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I could have been at Disneyland all day and just come back from Chiyokaku, <laughs> Japanese barbecue. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was at uh, Chiyokaku. I thought I had that once, yeah. but I had some penicillin. And I got rid of it. <laughs> oh, you're making me hungry. I feel like sushi. <laughs> Bruce, how are you, mate? I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm doing good, I, I think. You're I'm, doing all right? You know, I, they haven't caught me yet. I'm <laughs> sort of sitting here waiting to be discovered, hoping not to be found out. <laughs> I like that. We should take this time to uh, to tell the listeners if they don't know about our sponsors. Yes. Bruce, do you want to tell some people about? Oh, the sponsors? we got some sponsors. We got Dunlop Picks. We got Dario Strings. We got Wire Wide Wire World Cable. <laughs> That's sort of like Blazing Saddles. What in the Wire World of Sports is going on here? <laughs> and we've got, of course, we've got the. The Fishman double, triple play. Triple play. Mm-hmm. Triple play, you see. And when I was growing up, it was only the double play. But <laughs> now it's the triple play. And, man, we just got so much good stuff. We got Sir. Sir. I like to say to Sir with love. I'm just waiting for them to make a real arch top guitar so I can be part yeah, of the team. Yeah, right. You know, maybe Scott will put in a good word. You know, for that's me. something he should do. He should start doing arch tops. Right. Oh, that would be awesome. You know, that would be great. I'd, well, I'd love, love to. I'd love to be too. part of the to Sir with love family. Mm-hmm. Sir, I want to check their guitars out. I'm yeah, they're great sir. guitars. Or maybe awesome. I may, yeah. he'd just tell me, look, just get a chambered telly and, and be done with all. it. Get a thin but line. Um, 
Or maybe he'd tell me, maybe just tell me to practice. <laughs> exotic, we got, our, our, we got exotic, exotic RC booster. Well, the Scott Scott's Henderson special RC pedal. booster. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So uh, for a guy like me, Scott, do you think I should get your pedal or should I just keep the RC booster I have? I don't know. If, with, with your style of playing, I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference because you're not playing a high gain thing you know the 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 original rc booster sounds great and if you got the new one you would probably only use the one channel anyway you know what i mean so i don't think it really makes a difference because i have used those on the road myself sometimes i get really high powered amps and they just don't get warm at a lower volume when i want to play so i can boost them with the rc booster or and there's also the eq stage that it gives you pre into the amp Mm -hmm. uh those rc boosters i've had a lot of i mean me using a pedal. I've used those before. Wow, and, and, you and heard I, it here, folks. That's and amazing. No, and, I, and I generally don't because uh, more and more lately I play a lot of chords and I play hard, so the, the, the boost has been kind of making every amp too dirty for me. Right. But, um, but I have used it, and I often carry it on the road when I have to use a lot of borrowed amps, particularly like twin reverbs oh, or, or rolling jazz courses that are kind yeah. of really high-powered amps, just to add, you know, to get, get some funk in there. Well, what are, are you running the booster? So you're running the amp really hard and then using the booster to turn the amp down? No, no, I'm just running the amp normally, but I'm using the oh, booster okay. to make it feel like it's being pushed because I'm like, my normal thing is like a pro reverb, which yeah. is a 45-watt amp. And, and then to me, it has that sort of that light distortion when I get really step on it. It's got that really nice spot that it, it just gets friendly to the ear. It's not particularly muddy, you know, like yeah. distortion. Thing. But you get a Fender Twin Reverb, now you got to go twice as far to get that, in, that instrument to respond. And I don't play that loud. No. So if I, if I bring an RC booster on the road, if I know I'm getting a lot of amps, I can sort of push it without pushing the volume you know what I mean yeah. I'm just, I guess I'm pushing the same idea of course Scott's probably going he doesn't know a goddamn thing about pedals can, he doesn't know uh, Scott, can no, you do no. that no the, the cool thing about boost pedals in general it, it doesn't matter if you're playing dirty or clean <clears throat> they add focus to the notes mm. they make the notes tighter especially the bass notes where sometimes you'll plug in a, a guitar into just directly in an amp and the bass is kind of spread out and woofy sounding it's like Whoa. Mm. Right, where the where if you put an RC booster in there, it'll or any kind of boost, not just that pedal, but any kind of boost, it'll tighten up the bass and make it more punchy, right. and also make the high notes more punchy without necessarily even making it more distorted, because you can turn the you can turn the gain way down on the boost pedal and just almost go through it and not have it actually change the amount of distortion at all from the amp, but it just adds a thing that tightens it all up. Yeah. It makes it musical. And that, that's not true for every case because there might be an amp that's just perfect where the guitar goes into the amp and it works perfectly. But sometimes you plug into an amp and it's boomy yeah. and unmusical sounding and flat sounding. But can you, and, do, uh, can you do that? Because I know I've, I had twins. Do what? Do what? I'm sorry. I'm yeah, twins on the road, like you've got to crank them and I'd be in a situation where I'd, there's no way I could get go to those volumes and it would sound like shit. Can you get, say, an RC booster or a booster pedal crank up your amp, and then use the volume on your boost pedal to bring it down. No, that does not going to sound good. No, you do it the other good. way. You do it the yeah. other way. Because even if, like for me, you know, if I had a Fender Twin at four or something, mm-hmm. I could use the boost to get it to that 
make it feel like it's my pro reverb where it's, you know, like I don't like okay. distorted sound, but I like it when it sounds like the tubes are working. Working, yeah. Because, you know, there's that cold sound that, that oftentimes, particularly, uh, of course, the low end, you know, an archtop guitar, you know, you've got that problem anyways, but the high end can get real like glassy and thin. Yep. And then if you just, if you're pushing the tubes so that they're feeling it, it starts to get warm mm -hmm. and friendly and big. Yeah. And, and I love that sound. And I, I often take that RC booster, not the new Scott Henderson one, because, you know, Scott's he hasn't cheap given us and won't give me one. Yeah. You know, but so, so I, so I, I sell just, it to I got you for the, a lot the, more than the normal price. I got the, uh, <laughs> I got the old, I got the old white one. They, 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 that one fell off the truck one day and I just found it laying in the street. So, uh, well, you know, the problem just, in general with non-master volume amps is you're kind, you're kind of screwed in a way unless the gig fits the amp. Mm. Because if you're playing with an amp that's too loud to turn up at a soft gig, you're screwed. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. There's only one solution and that's get an attenuator. Yeah. And put that between the amp and God, the speaker so that you, you can. Dirty. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so you can. So you can turn up the amp and attenuate the sound before it gets to the speaker. Even those things, if you turn them down past two or three notches, they start to sound pretty funky. Mm. But that's one approach that one you approach can use. And they're not that big. They're just, you know, you can carry them around with one hand and you can use that to, to, to get the amp down. But I've had that problem even with using a Fender, little Fender Deluxe, which is a really small amp, um, but with a drummer that's playing brushes and an and a acoustic bass with just a tiny little tiny little amp i mean that that deluxe is way overkill yeah, yeah it would be it would be more likely that a, a, a little practice amp would be better for that kind of gig yeah and they actually do make fender makes a little blues junior that's got tubes that's right. that's a nice and they, that's, a, that's a nice little amp now that's a gig that's an amp you could you know, actually you were, bring to a jazz gig and 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 it would be about the right volume yeah you yeah. were talking you're talking about a hot rod deluxe not the uh not the deluxe no, the, yeah the hot rod deluxe right not, but the hot dog rod deluxe isn't that's not a master volume amp no but that's like a 40 40 watt amp, well, whereas, no, I, whereas the other deluxe yeah. is 22. I'm wrong. It is a master volume amp, but the problem is, is that the distortion channel and the crunch channel sound terrible. Yeah. And if you use the clean channel, which is the only channel that sounds good, it's there's of, no master volume. It's kind of glassy at the, yeah. at, at the lower volumes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not a very good sounding. Now, you can you can do this. What, what I've been doing with the deluxe is that you can put a volume pedal in the loop turn the preamp up pretty loud mm -hmm. and which not really the preamp because when you're using the clean channel there is no ma master anymore you're just using the clean channel but if you turn the volume way up and then turn it down with your volume control between the preamp and the power amp right. then you get a little more of a saturated sound and a bigger sound at a softer volume so that's one trick you can do or a booster pedal and i have actually what got me into the booster pedals because was i was on the road a lot and i was playing with a fairly soft trio we were kind of very intimate chamber kind of music and then i also had a duo with an acoustic bass and I was finding these big amps, these Fender Twins in general. You know, they just never, they weren't working, so the tubes were just cold, and yeah. so you weren't getting anything out of them. And so the first guy to hit me to that was a guy gave me a tube screamer, and just use it, you know, without going for the distortion part, just going for the gain part of it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I got hit to the RC booster by some guys, and that is way better. And it's of course it's also got 
some tone controls on it, which sometimes oh, you'll get certain amps that the tone controls really don't give you what you want, and so to have another stage of EQ in there can be real helpful. And even like my friend Larry Koontz, who we were on the road together, my band and his band, and I loaned him the RC booster, and he loved it more f not for the boost part, but for the EQ part that yeah. it had, because I guess his guitar has a lot of bass in it, and he, you know, certain amps, he likes the, he generally plays with solid state amps that have kind of a more focused bass, you know, not as big a sound like a Fender amp, and he liked that part of it, so having something like that in your bag, you know, if you're not getting what you want, and you can always just A-B it. You turn it off. If What does it sound like? Turn it on. What does it sound like? Which one do you like? Mm. You know, it's a really it's a really cool thing. Even for, you heard it from me, me, folks. I'm talking about using a pedal. Yeah. But I, I don't crazy. I don't think I I found that it, especially now as aggressive as I play, the, even with the slightest amount of boost, it just makes more distortion for me. You know, get it, it, there's too much distortion because I I really play hard and play big chords. Why don't you come to the dark side and try that distortion? Well, it's again, it, I mean, I'm already getting it without the boost pedal, you know mm. what I mean? I'm just getting lightly. If, if I play chords like I play with any distorted sound, you won't hear anything but buildings falling down. <laughs> but he's playing with the right amp for his gig. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine him, imagine Bruce having to play through a twin. Oh, I do it's all the just, time. But yeah, but it's just such a loud amp, and you're not going to get it to sound warm at the volume you play, because that amp wants to be really loud. So yeah. I can see where a RC booster would help fatten it up because all you're going to get is thin if you play yeah. through it at oh, low volumes so because that's just how it is. I hate twin yeah, reverbs because unless you turn them so loud, uh, you know. Yeah, you got to crank it. Yeah, you got to crank it for it to sound good. It's like buying a Plexi Marshall. Yeah. It's not going to sound good until you turn it up to eight or nine. And by the by that time, the windows are breaking in your house and you, the floor is rumbling. Those are auditorium amps. <laughs> They're not club amps. You know, there was, there, was, there was an amp that Fender made. It was never popular. But I kind of liked it. And I think it had the right idea. I don't know if, if they had made it just right then, but... It had it. I think it was called the twin, and it had this thing where you could, you know, because the, the way the reason it's called the twin is it's got two power amps in it, and this one had the ability to, to only use one if you wanted. So you've got this twin reverb. You you got a small gig or you don't play in a loud band. You can just use it, and that it becomes basically a pro reverb or a super reverb, mm -hmm. which which is what I like. And then if you get around a really loud situation, you just activate the other amp. And now you've doubled the power. And I wondered why that feature was sort of only using that one little variation on the amp and then dropped. Because it seemed to me to be a good idea, even though that particular version of the amp wasn't the classic Fender mm -hmm. Twin. Mm -hmm. But it made a lot of sense to me to be able to just take yeah. that and turn it half. Because it is two separate power amps. John amps. John's amp, the Bella, the, uh -huh. you know, has that. You can, you can use it at 40 watts or 20 Right. You can just turn it down to 20 watts and you got a better Whereas the twin situation. would be like 40 and 90. How's the Bella sound? I love the Bella, but it's it's um it's kind of just like having a nice old black face fender. Mm -hmm. It's just really sweet sounding. Yeah. And um I love it, but Maybe it's only I got to check one out. Well, it's a 112. How many amps does um I mean, uh, speakers does your amp have? It's two, a 212. Two Mine's a 112, so you might notice that loss of 
air of air yeah because because a 112 can't compete with a 212 it's just a but you could use an extension cabinet and use a bell ahead and a 212 cabinet it would be interesting to see stuff. what you think. It's more stuff to carry. Yeah. It's actually lighter though, because a head, yeah. a combo is heavy. You know, and a head in a cabinet is like lighter on the back. God, actually, I'm, I'm more thinking yeah. about going tube modeling. You know, than mm-hmm. tubes. I'm just getting sick of having the variability factor. It, it's just starting to bug me, it, yeah. along with the weight. But the yeah. very just like the tubes are going, you know, you don't realize it till too late, and you know, and then it goes mm-hmm. and it's dead and on the amp. And now you know, I'm I'm yeah. plugging some something else in just to make it through the gig and trying to find one guy that knows how to fix it. And yeah, tube amps, they're they're just not as dependable for sure because tubes aren't made in with the same love and care as they used to be. That's why a lot of guys prefer the the NOS tubes because they were made better back back in the day mm-hmm. and and I guess in, NOS new old stock new old stock that that you don't they've never been used but they're older they're they're the older tubes that are supposed to be more dependable were they like buried in some bunker in Russia I guess <laughs> yeah I guess you know John John uses JJ's and I've I have to say I've never had a problem. A, a tube problem on the road and, and my amps get banged up on the road and I've never had a problem with JJ's they've always been pretty dependable but I'm not a tube expert I'm not one of those guys that can that can tell you okay the difference between the sound of a groove tube and a JJ and an electro harmonics I have no idea yeah. I just use JJ's because John says they're one of the best tubes being made now and he uses them and I just Are take his word in- for it Russia, Czechoslovakia. Uh, I have no idea. This is, this is John really don't Sir. Know. John yeah, Sir. John Sir, yeah. yeah. He just uses those in his amps, so I use them too, but I don't really know where they're made. Hmm. Yeah, I just use them because he says they're dependable, and I've never had a problem yet, huh. so I don't have any reason to disbelieve him. <laughs> well, with that being said, I, yeah, I need to check out some Sir amps. I'm sure they, yeah, they yeah, sound badass. Me too. I love, you know, like I say, I'm... You might like the Bella because it's a really pretty close to the Fender. Yeah, it's just like having a big fat sounding Fender. Yeah, it's just the only thing is, like I said, the one speaker thing. You well, would you know, I mean, but that's you not know. really dig that probably. Dude, we got to say um, also we, the competition, of course. Oh right, we forgot to mention that. Yeah, the competition, which is getting a little crazy. And we didn't. Did we mention the donate button in this segment? No. We Holy have a donate folks, button. I got, I got new, like, there's a new, something new for everybody to play with. <laughs> we have created, this is really as good as, okay, you put, Can, put your you favorite thing in there. Why do the church spin? If you donate, you will get so much back. Right, you know that you're part of this podcast. <laughs> John Oliver, did you say that? <laughs> no. You know, you, 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 you know that you're part of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's, we really appreciate your support by listening. We especially appreciate your support by buying our CDs and by taking Skype lessons and by checking out our online masterclasses at mymusicmasterclass.com. But also now we have a donate button for those of you that just say like, hey, you guys, thanks for the energy, you know, and and we'll take that money and we'll go and we'll uh, get uh, Scott some JJ tubes with it, okay? (laughs) I'm going to buy a pie. (laughs) What kind of pie? Key Key lime pie. Key lime pie. (laughs) That's lovely. Well, we, we, so yeah, we've got the, the donate button. The competition, which is 
as I said, it was it's starting to get a little crazy. It's really starting it to get busy. With, it is. Uh, I saw the mailroom is full. The mailroom is orders. full. The, the, give them a round of applause for the people in the mailroom. Yeah, room. yeah, right, right. The person in the mailroom. Thank you. I, I accept that <laughs> okay. round of applause. And, uh, and, and, and of course, you can support Guitar Wink by, by proudly wearing our T-shirts or drinking out of our coffee mugs. You know, it's go to way. Starbucks and tell them you want your Starbucks in your Guitar Wink mug. Right. I think that'd be cool. Or Scott, tell have Starbucks you used your they mug? should have them. Tell me you've used it. I have. Oh, motherfucker. Really? I don't know why. You just haven't used it Are you it embarrassed in front of your no, family to use it? No, it's just that I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't want Angela to see wank on my <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. But you'll wear the T-shirts. Yeah. I have worn the T-shirts. <laughs> okay, she sees that. But yeah. Yeah. It's something about the coffee. Not at, not at home. I don't think I've worn the T-shirt. Right. I, I mainly wear it when I appear on Pete Thorne's television show. <laughs> he still hasn't called me. I don't think he's going to. Wow, I can't believe they haven't called. I can understand. They called you know, me twice I and I didn't accept the call. Well, you know, I can understand. He, you know, I'll, I'll practice. I'll keep practicing. Maybe they'll think about calling me. So anyway, so buy a mug, buy a T-shirt, go to the guitarwank.com website and display a mug or a T-shirt and come up with a really cool picture of... Your hot wife or girlfriend <laughs> wearing a or T-shirt. Or your hot boyfriend. In, yeah. a, in an inappropriate place. <laughs> inappropriate place? What about yeah. your pet? About what? what about, not, not, not your pet like that way. I mean your pet wearing the shirt. <laughs> oh, your pet. That would yeah. be great. Dogs. Yeah. yeah we, had, dog. we had a dog picture yeah. with the yeah. mug. That I was like really it. cool. Great. Yeah, I like that. So like get creative and the best pictures will win one of those. We talked about our sponsors. We've got all prizes from them. We've also got RiffmasterPro.com, which is a program you can download to any of your devices and it will slow stuff down and... You can EQ it. You can really work out stuff. Use it to slow down the podcast. You could. That would be really cool. You could oh, slow we, down the we podcast. Can, speed we, it we up speed would be it up. faster. <laughs> Get it over with faster. Which, which we do. Uh, we're, we're recording, for those of you, a little pre-publicity here. I have, I'm a novelist, and I wrote a novel about a guitar player. Man does everything. And it's called Trust Me, and we're making an audio book of it. So, uh, and, and when we edit it, we, we put it in hyperspeed, and we're thinking of actually releasing the speed reading version of it. <laughs> I think it's it sounds hilarious. Get James Earl Jones to, to read it, only like turn him up to like 78. Right. <laughs> that would be really cool. Awesome. So that, <laughs> that'd be great. Young people don't know what 78 means. And young people don't even know what James Earl Jones is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, now I'm sad. All right. Um, so that's all good. So we've got that. So thank you to the sponsors, the T-shirt, the mug, buy it, wear it, drink out of it, do whatever you can, take a picture. Send and, it I, and I want to thank everybody who's emailing. I, I get emails, but I'm not answering them. And Bruce isn't answering them uh, by email. Them but please, if you're going to email us a question, put to who you're asking it to and put the subject of the question in the subject, in the subject. title. And that would will really help us, you know, get through the emails for questions for the podcast. And and we're in development of a forum page as well. But to we want to be clear that we won't be responding all the time, or maybe hardly ever, to this forum. But we want to create a, a community for all you people to talk amongst yourselves. And I promise I will from time to time chime in. You guys should chime in under different names and just 
just talk we shit. can do that too but no, I'll, I'll chime in from time to time I just can't promise to do it on a regular basis but you don't have to really promise. what I want to do and what I really think we all need to do and pardon my political message here but we have to create a community we're all doing the same thing we all love the same thing and the world needs more of what we're doing and the more we hang together and create great energy and participate in things Go out and hear music and play music and put bands together and get on the internet here and get in these forums and meet people and express yourself, hopefully with some respect for other people, but whatever. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah. If you took your asshole pill in the morning, then let it shine. <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to waste a good high like that, but um, we have this really cool thing called the interweb. And you know, here <laughs> the we're using oh the internet. I mean, and we're using it <laughs> as like some sort of acoustic-tronic thing, and we're just going to make something great happen if all of us create some community. Community's the answer to everything. That's right. Ask me a question. I'm gonna. Uh, I was just Ask about me to a say. Question. Ah, thank you for spending some time with us here with Guitar Wank Podcast. We're having a great time, and you've probably missed out on even better times with the other podcasts that you miss. So you need to go to guitarwank.com, click around, find out all the information that you've missed, leave a comment, buy a T-shirt. Damn, buy two. Buy underwear. We don't care. Just send us money. I'm here with Bruce Foreman, Scott Henderson, and I'm Troy McCubbin. This is Guitar Wank Podcast. I was just about to say that Scott's segue right there was fantastic. It's like he's done television before. What segue? The way you brought up the emails, because I've got some questions for you guys, some emails. Whoa. From France. And then then I blew it by saying all that bullshit in between. Yeah, you kind of Troy's been working. Boy, how do you get a soft on, huh? (laughs) This is all the way from France. Okay. And from Kevin Thomas. Good on you, Kev. And Kev, he's loving the podcast. Good on you, mate. And uh, he's got some questions here. He wanted to ask Scott. He's just really confused how Scott doesn't know who Mark Knopfler is and the Foo Fighters, but he knows who Ted Nugent is. So <laughs> he's like, does Scott, you say you don't live in a bubble? No, Are no, you no. sure? No, here's the thing. I do know who Mark Knopfler is, okay. but I just haven't listened to his music that much. Okay. But I do know who he is, yeah. And I also know who the Foo Fighters are, but I don't listen to their music that much. So, in fact, I think I saw the Foo Fighters on the Super Bowl, right? I, that was the Foo Fighters you, on the Super Bowl, this last Super Bowl. Could have been, I can't remember. Yeah, probably and was. I remember they were extremely boring. I thought that was the most boring performance I've ever seen. If they call that a rock band, that's just wow. the lamest excuse for a rock band Ooh, I think I've ever sure seen. Are you sure you got this right? Whoa, this yeah. is cool, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean you know, when, when, I, when I think of a rock band, I think of Led Zeppelin. That's a talented group of people who really know how to play their instrument. Are you sure you got the right band? I don't know. I, mean, he's, I don't know. He <laughs> am I, am I, I don't know. Maybe it's not the Foo Fighters I saw on the on the I Super can't, Bowl. Who played the last Super Bowl? I, I don't know. If only we had a device. Me, oh, I, here, I, I have my internet what, right here. Super Bowl 2016. It was it was uh, it was it was <laughs> the Patriots and the. Uh, 
Seahawks. I would disagree because I feel no, like it was, no, it was the Broncos and the. Uh, yeah, it was the Broncos and the Patriots. No, they 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 were in the same. No, Broncos league. and uh, Carolina. Right. Yeah, Broncos right. and Carolina. Right. I, you know, I would disagree because the, uh, the Foo Fighters kind of throw down. I think they're they're okay. They're so, a good rock so band. Well, I still think that no, the Bron- Broncos. Sorry, would... it was Coldplay. Oh. <laughs> All right, it was Coldplay, and I thought it was horribly uh, yeah. lame. No, it was, that was horribly lame. lame. So no. I'm sorry for the Foo Fighters. I I had the wrong guys. Yeah, it was Coldplay, and I but thought an that easy was easy mistake a... to make. Between the Foo Fighters. I don't know. I mean, I, cold cuts and food yeah, fighters. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> food fighting and cold cuts go together. But uh, I'm just, try, just, I'm just telling you that what I saw in the Super Bowl was the most lame excuse uh, for a bad. rock concert yeah, that was I've horrible. ever seen. Coldplay did just, suck ass. I mean, that. they sucked. Yeah, they did. And it's like, come on, guys. Well, did gonna they beat co- the point spread? It's like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah, no, the food, the food Fighters would have brought the food. That's all I can well, say. you know what? I I don't know if I've really heard that much music by the Foo Fighters. Maybe I would like them. They uh, are they kind of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, they would be more in in line of like the you know, Zeppelin. Red Hot, I can I can get the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They they come on and they they they're into it. You know, they're 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 like. The, I remember going to to Disneyland and riding the Space Mountain. When it, the Halloween <laughs> ride with yeah. the, with the with the music from, from with their music and it was bitching, man. It was like it was intense. They're not. So I can, I wouldn't say they're chili peppers. They are more Zeppelin. Oh, then I would probably you like would, them. You would yeah. love them. You'd love Dave Grohl yeah, as a drummer. You should check like him out. Him. Okay, there's, I, a, there's I, some I'm homework for. Sorry God. that I got it confused, but that Super Bowl show sucked. It did suck ass. I totally agree. <laughs> Kevin Thomas from France also brings this point up, and this is really... He said, I really enjoyed the podcast, but I always hear the same names. Charlie Parker, Wes, <laughs> Weather Report, Blackmore, Hendrix, Coltrane, Wayne Shorter. Those guys are all great, no doubt, about this, but are you open-minded musicians? Can I... I bet you have other influences. I'd like to know more of those, not just in the blues and jazz fusion, maybe not even guitar, but something else. He's sick of hearing those names, guys. That's no, okay. No, he, he just wants yeah, to hear some right. others. No, okay. I can. He's I probably can, an agent who represents other people. Yeah, no, no. I, I can give you a bunch. <laughs> sure, and I can't. Yeah, give me, yeah, give me, give me, yeah. give me three each. Three but, each. But they can't be rock, or they can't be. Well, oh, no, it? they don't. They can be, but just not in the blues, jazz fusion. Well, let's stay away from. Let's get outside of that. Because uh, you know, I mean, I I love. Some pop stuff. Give me I, a I pop. love Beyonce. You do like Beyonce. I don't love you? Beyonce. I, I love her voice. I love the songs that they write for her since she doesn't <laughs> write her own songs. And that's been always, you know, a, a thing where people don't like her because she doesn't write her own songs like, like, you know, like other female singers do. But I still really like the songs they write for her and I love the way she sings. I think she's an excellent phraser and I love the tone of her voice and I just think she's a great singer. She's pretty so badass. I really like her. I like Stacy Orico, who's mm-hmm. a very great pop singer who's very young actually. He did the first album when she was like 18. Wow. And she's badass. I mean, she can sing great. I love the writing. The songs are great. I'm into her. I like some of the Disney stuff. Like they, they did some of the... Um, they did a Disney album and some, 
Selena Gomez sang one song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, you're losing me there. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Disney. I think we need to do an intervention. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I did a Selena it, Gomez. Just, I'm gonna say, really, I saw it's her. Really she a good, um, It's really a good album, like for orchestration and songs. There's some really great songs, pop songs. Phil Collins did a lot of Disney stuff. Uh, did he? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but it's produced really well, and there's great orchestration, and it's the songs are really memorable, and some good singers. Yeah, I like it, and I love John Williams. You know, like I mean, his some of his music is just unbelievable. Yeah, it's great, see, man. See, um, Kevin, you, you got know, more you ever, diverse there. You went you Disney. Ever, you, you, went ever seen, you ever seen? Ever seen this movie AI Artificial Intelligence? Yeah. The music for that movie is beyond great. I mean, that's I some of John Williams' oh, yeah. really yeah. great writing in that movie, and it, and um, and Close Encounters. Some of the stuff he did in Close and Encounters. The, there's was another really movie amazing. he did called. It was like To Catch a Thief or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the um, one with uh, Matt Catch Day. Me If You Can. Catch Me If You oh, Can. Oh yes, uh, DiCaprio. Really great in that. Leonardo. Yeah. That. That that was that great. score was amazing. Oh, I got to I mean, see it that. It was a jazz score, it. right? Too. Movie too. It was like the yeah. vibes. It was kind of this sort of. It was really it was the cool, vibe right? of it, but the writing itself, it was just amazing. I mean, the guy is off the charts, brilliant, and can do anything he wants. And I get the feeling in that particular one, he really just had some fun. Had fun with yeah. it. Yeah. Then there's you know the progressive rock guys like Yes. I really was a big. Yes fan and King Crimson mm-hmm. and Hatfield in the North and all these like kind of prog English prog rock bands that were really great. I really liked some of the writing and classical music. A big Debussy fan, Ravel. Debussy Fields. Uh, Debussy Fields, <laughs> yeah. Debussy Fields. Mo, you know, I, my, you know, my wife is a classical pianist. She has a doctorate in classical music, so wow. she's. I hear this amazing classical music all day long. I'm always hearing Chopin, and I'm always hearing Mozart, and I'm at my house every day, and I'm just blown away by by this writing and this composing that's so amazing, and the fact that it was done so many years ago, and it's just still kicking ass to this day. So that's nothing to do with Weather Report and Charlie Parker. <laughs> I, I, that, that's fantastic. We may edit the Selena Gomez stuff out and everything else. <laughs> the Disney, we might be, we might edit some of that out. But anyway, Bruce, do you have anything? Oh, you really care what I have to say? Yeah. <laughs> well, just well, talking no, like sorry, Charlie we've Parker. Run we're out of time. Say Charlie Parker. Well, there's a lot of jazz guys that, of course, I would also like to mention besides Charlie Parker. Parker, you know, there's Charlie Cannonball. Parker's wife. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's Cannonball Adderley, and there's oh, John man. Coltrane, and there's, and there's Hank Mobley, and there's Johnny Griffin, and there's Clifford Brown, and there's Fats Navarro. And then, you know, as you move through time, there's a lot more modern guys, too, that I love. Uh, the piano players, everybody from Fats Waller and Art Tatum through Oscar Peterson and Finest Newborn. And Winton Kelly and Red Garland, those are huge influences on me and music that I can never get enough of. I like old rock too. I listen to a lot of it. I like a lot of Motown and Stevie Wonder still just, I can't think of anything better than most of Stevie Wonder. There's a couple of bad days he had. He's, yeah, there was later stuff he got a Well, no, he just had a couple of bad days. I'm not nuts about Ebony and Ivory or 
I just called to say oh, I love I, you. That's you know what I, mean? I thought it was Michael Jackson on that, right? It was yeah, you know, I mean, they, they, those, those, I mean, they, he, you know, but a guy who's done so much in music, so badass. You get a pass for that. It was still great at what it was. It's just not something I, I'm nuts about. I. Uh, what I, about Aerosmith? Shit! <laughs> I mean, come on. They are bad. That's a great rock band. Great rock band, but it just kind of the last few years of the whole American Well, yeah, but Idol I'm talking thing. about when they yeah, when started. They were, I mean, they were Aerosmith and ACDC. Oh, and, 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 you know, yeah. man, I mean, that's some kick ass rock and roll. Johnny Winter, Rick Derringer. I mean, Jesus Christ, you don't get any better than those guys. Right. That was like when rock and roll was rock and roll. I mean, Johnny Winter in combination with Rick Derringer, that's ridiculous. That live album that they did, Johnny Winter and Live, give me a break. I mean, Rick Derringer was playing his ass off, and so was Johnny Winter, and that was some heavy, great rock and roll music back then. Yeah. Um, um, Brazilian music. There's Oh, jeez. God, you know, yeah, Javon Joe Bean, and Yvonne Lins and Milton Nascimento and mm-hmm. Toninha Horta. This music is just other worldly yeah and then the great writers that are going today like johnny mandel who's still alive i just played his 90th birthday and his writing which you've heard of course on tv shows like mash and he did, oh, the, okay. th- yep. he did the theme from the sandpiper the shadow of your smile but his orchestration is everywhere all the way back to the big band days where he started through now he's just continually been a, just a genius uh who just writes so Amazingly. Now, Bruce, I'm, I'm going to test you now. What about something current? What about something current? Like current, not in the jazz field. Go current, at it. Like, not uh, in the jazz field. Yeah, is it going to stump you? Uh, well, I know Toby Keith. <laughs> and he's, he seems like a real asshole, but he's I, do, I do like some of what he's he does. He's so rich, that guy. You know, I mean, he, he's. And it, look, he seems like an asshole, but I do like some of what he does, and I'll bet he'd be fun to hang out with. So, I'm sure he'd be fun, go. especially there you know, know. Uh, no, no, the I, bill. I, I, listen, I, I do what my I, best. I got, to I got one. For what about Brad Paisley? I mean, Brad Paisley's oh, great, right? man. He's great. Badass. Badass. Absolutely. Great player, great songs, great singer. Yeah, oh, totally. And Jerry Douglas, too. Jerry? Oh, oh, you know, ridiculous. Yeah, sure. Ridiculous dobro player and slide player and just mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. What about, you know what? My friend works in Vegas at, um, he plays guitar in the Jersey Boys. Oh, okay. And so when I was in Vegas, he got me a ticket to see it. Yeah. And, you know, it's a show about the Four Seasons. And I had no idea how many cool hit songs that the Four Seasons had. Some of them really nice tunes oh, that yeah. they had. And I, I never, I was like, that was them? <laughs> you know, like, I really like that song. That was the Four Seasons. No idea they had such a big repertoire of, 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 of cool, hits. cool hits. Yeah. yeah. And I saw the yeah. Carol King show in New York. Carol that King, man. Ridiculous. She had some beautiful songs. Oh so God. does James she wrote Taylor. For everyone. James Taylor. Paul yeah, James Simon. Taylor. Yeah. Paul I know, Simon, I know. Right. I mean, you might not call them current, although they're still alive and doing it. You know, those guys are just phenomenal talents. You guys get into the boss? Bruce Springsteen. We're yeah. About. Not or that much. Wife. I mean, I don't know you're talking much about of my his wife, music. or you're talking <laughs> about Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I don't know. Your wife. The wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much of Bruce Springsteen's music myself. I don't right. know. Haven't been that into him, but but it's just I'm, for I'm a not, lack of. I, I don't you know, know. I, I would know it if I heard it, but mm-hmm. you know, I guess I'm not. I mean, it's not that I don't like it either. It's it's really strong. You know what that 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 stuff is. 
I also know Huey Lewis. I'm kind of a West Coast San Francisco Love boy. Huey Lewis. Which to me was, I know this. somebody's going to hate this, but it seemed to me like he was like the the San Francisco version of, of Bruce Springsteen. You know, really good, mm-hmm. solid rock and roll, you know, great... It killed. Great player. Great and, of course, those guys were always around town. I, I played with them. They were, oh, a lot yeah. of them are jazz players who played around town who were I in his band, right. San Francisco band. And sorry, but we're sounding like white guys right now, but let me bring up some of the greats of music in the world. James Brown. Oh, please. Cool in the Gang. Yeah. Earth, Sly Wind, and Fire. Sly Stone, for God's sakes, right. was my hero. I mean, Sly Stone, oh, man. the Fresh album, the funkiest song that has ever been written ever in time off the Fresh album. There is no such thing as a funkier song than In Time. You have heard it. I can't think of it right okay, now. Okay, sorry, look it up. my iTunes is coming out. Oh, that's it. And that's it. Just wait. All right, let's let's listen. Sorry, but you got to hear this. I mean, there is no funkier music than this. And I'm even bringing in Tower of Power, as funky oh. as they were. And I love Tower of Power. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Nothing they did is this funky. Nothing has ever been this funky ever. Oh my God! This is the, the funkiest thing on guitar. It, it is. Just listen well, to this. It's not funky smelling. Just, just funky. funky Hang on a second. I'm finding it. Just keep talking, okay, you guys. We'll keep talking. I want to bring and, up. A, you know, and actually, we can bring it up and put it. Well, no, we can't because we don't want. We don't want to pay royalties. So forget it, man. Until we get more donations, people can YouTube it. On there. Yeah. Everybody oh, I'm not allowed it. to play it? Oh, no. no you, well, no. Can you? Our lawyer just called and said, don't uh, play it. Damn. No, he didn't. He, he, I'm going to play it. <laughs> if you do, Hang man, you're going to have to pay all the royalties. Oh, I'm only going to play shit. a second of it. All your money you're making on your tour. No, you know what? I'm just going to play a second of it because I'm a big fan and I think people should hear it. Because well, you, you heard so, my warning. Everybody so send amazing. your bills to, and your Now we really need you to donate. I don't know why. We're going to need you to bail Scott out of jail. Oh, here it is. You know okay. what they did to you today? Led Zeppelin's getting sued. Oh, that's for what I wanted to bring to up. Why? What did you think of that? The Led Zeppelin spirit says that it was ripped. That the opening riff was ripped for, was ripped off from their song Taurus oh. four years earlier. Well, in that case, Muddy Waters should sue the shit out of Led Zeppelin because they played almost all of his. Right. Well, well and, you know, and you know, Taurus should get sued by the guy who wrote my funny Valentine anyway. Okay, now listen to this. Tell me this isn't the funkiest thing you've ever heard. Damn. Now, when I hear current funk. And the drummer's going, <laughs> and they call that funk. That's a joke compared to this. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, this is funk. That's, that's this is it. serious funk. And if you listen to those James Brown grooves and some oh, of the Earth, man. Wind, and Fire, oh, and Tower wow, of Power, right? that's Earth, some fire. serious. I mean, Nothing Earth, Wind, and Fire, I mean, ridiculous, you know. man, ridiculous. So um, let's not forget those guys. Oh, please. <laughs> and, uh, no, and no one did forget them. I mean, you know. Yeah. You just, and, 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 and also. Still, still, imagine if Charlie Parker had played with them. <laughs> just Charlie totally Parker. Well, you know what? He should have had Maceo's job. Bruce <laughs> just brought that full circle. That was yeah. beautiful the Same way he brought that. Parker. I should have Maceo's job. Two steps ahead of everybody. Wow. So you know what, Kevin? We no got you on that shit. one, mate. All right. So we're done with this guy. <laughs> that was so. Wow. There you go, uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Kevin uh, Thomas. You, and got some, you got some homework. There yeah. will be a test later. <laughs> How about Thanks. Sonny Landreth? Oh, oh man. ridiculous! Man, he's badass. I yeah, listen to him I mean, a lot, actually. Know, he's really he's good. Ridiculous. That's that's really cool. Really, really cool. Awesome. Yeah.
Let's do some Wikipedia. Bruce has got one. I'd like to bring a, a young rising star. Actually, there's a bunch of rising stars that I... Can, can I throw them all kind of together? You can do it. I can bring my own... There's a bunch of young guys that I'd just like you to know about. First of all, Randy Napoleon. He's just a great player. He played with Michael Buble for a lot of years. And now he's sort of like the music director for Freddie Cole, who's Nat Cole's brother. And he really has arranged a lot of things in that Nat Cole trio style. But he's also a wonderful teacher and really made the program at Michigan State University vibrant. And to, to watch a young guy like him love the music so much and really enthuse so many young players who are obviously going to be good, it's really noteworthy. Another young guy is Storm Nilsson, who's uh, just a just got a beautiful touch. He was, he was my student back when he was in his teenage years. He was a blues star, and I probably he probably hates me for ruining him and turning him on to jazz. <laughs> and, he wouldn't. And, and uh, but he is just a guy that that just has so much of a unique way of playing and, and things. And another young guy who was also my student, but he's now been a pro for a number of years, great player, his name is Jeffrey Burr. And he's one of those guys you hate because he comes from a musical family and it's just everything's so damn easy for him. Mm. His father, I work gigs with him, he was the principal bassist in the San Francisco Symphony. And his son was a jazz guitar player and just really great touch. Everything just works, knowledgeable, plays beautifully so I think all three of those guys are people for everybody to look up and find out who they are and keep their eye out because all these guys have a lot to say give me give me their names again Randy Napoleon Storm Nilsson and Jeffrey Burr and when you're saying young players what are you saying young oh players? god you know they're probably in their 30s now wow okay That was a good show, and um, yeah, we'll talk more about all that crap next week, I guess. Thanks, Bruce. You're welcome, Troy. See you later. Scott, always a pleasure. You guys suck. <laughs> Thank you. Guitar wake out. <laughs>